0: Good morning, this is Tuesday, June 3rd, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Disappearance of soldier is questioned. French officials twist U.S. arms and bank inquiry. And France targets flow of jihadis to Syrian war. In today's national headlines, Democrats in coal country run from the EPA. Seattle sets a new standard with $15 minimum wage. And reporters' appeal rejected over refusal to identify source. In today's business headlines, hospital charges surged for common ailments, news system for treating cancer seen as hopeful, and China attacks Google as TNN men anniversary nears. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, Roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Joan O'Sara. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Disappearance of Soldier is Questioned. Sometime after midnight on June 30, 2009, Private First Class Bo Bergdahl left behind a note in his tent saying he'd become disillusioned with the Army, did not support the American mission in Afghanistan, and was leaving to start a new life he slipped off the remote military outpost in Paktika province and took with him a soft backpack, water, knives, a notebook, and writing materials, but left behind his body armor and weapons, startling given the hostile environment around his outpost. That account, provided by a former senior military officer briefed on the investigation into the private's disappearance, is part of a more complicated picture emerging of the capture of a soldier whose five years as a Taliban prisoner influenced high-level diplomatic negotiations, brought in foreign governments, and ended with him whisked away on a helicopter by American commandos. The release of Bergdahl, promoted in captivity to sergeant, has created political problems for the Obama administration, which is having to defend his exchange for five Taliban detainees held at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. But it also presents delicate politics for Republicans who are attacking, through surrogates, America's last known prisoner of war. The furious search for Bergdahl, his critics say, led to the deaths of at least two soldiers and possibly six others in the area. Pentagon officials say the charges that the deaths were related to the search for Bergdahl are unsubstantiated and are not supported by a review of a database of casualties. Yes, I'm angry, said Joshua Cornelison, a former medic in Bergdahl's platoon, in an interview on Monday arranged by Republican strategists. Everything that we did in those days was to advance the search for Bergdahl. If we were doing some mission and there was a reliable report that Bergdahl was somewhere, our orders were that we were to quit the mission and follow that report. Cody Full, another member of Bergdahl's platoon, said he and other platoon members grew increasingly bitter at the time they were spending looking for Bergdahl. He had sent all his belongings home, his computer, personal items. Full, now 25, said... Cornelison and Full both said that now that Bergdahl has been released, they want to see him court-martialed as a deserter. I won't get into the politics, but now that he's back, he needs to be held 100% accountable, Cornelison said. Rear Admiral John Kirby, the Pentagon spokesman, said that there was a far larger matter at play. The American military does not leave soldiers behind. When you're in the Navy and you go overboard, it doesn't matter if you were pushed, fell, or jumped, he said. We're going to turn the ship around and pick you up.